tilt rotators. They're probably the single most divisive item in the field of construction plants and equipment. There are some operators that love them and that would refuse to work without them. But there are others that believe that the use of a tilt rotator makes them less of an operator, less of a man even. Despite those reservations, tilt rotators have proliferated. Visits to the Baumer exhibition in 2022 and the Plantworks exhibition in 2023 proved that the acceptance of tilt rotators is on the rise and that an increasing number of manufacturers are adding these divisive tools to their product line. But not all tilt rotators are created equal. In this exclusive interview with Kinsoffers, Adam Haycock, we address that unfounded resistance. Why Kinsoffers cylinderless design has advantages in certain applications and how a tilt rotator can save both time and money. So, Adam, it seems like tilt rotators have finally come of age at long last. Why did it take so long for us to be convinced when our Scandinavian cousins have been turned on to tilt rotators for decades? I think there's two parts to that. Um, so the Scandinavian market is very dominated by owner operators. And so it's people investing in their own excavators, their own kit. And so you see, I mean, not just tilt rotators, but the level of customizability and buying kits and attachments. Scandinavians have always been ahead of the UK um, because in the UK we have a far more higher market. Um, it's dominated by a higher market. And in that respect, the operators are a little bit more disconnected from the machines that they use. Um, so you're less likely to see someone really investing or taking speculative um, uh, investment into their excavator because they need to see some far more hard um, facts with the productivity benefits with tilt rotators. And I think the other side is the labor market. Um, the um, In Scandinavia, the manual labor market just a, was a lot more expensive, but we all know with um, the last few years or the last 10 years, things have been really creeping upwards in terms of manual labor costs in this country. So anyone or every single uh, operator is looking for that pro productivity to benefit that removes the need for getting um, hands on the ground. And um, I think that's where, why we're getting a bit closer uh, to um, the Scandinavia in terms of the adoption of this stuff. It's interesting you should mention the operators themselves because whenever we mention um, tilt rotators, we get a bit of a split in the audience. We either get those that absolutely love them, wouldn't be without them, and those that seem to believe they would be less of an operator, possibly slightly less manly, if they were to have a tilt rotator. Yeah. Do you encounter that very much? Yeah, I don't actually encounter that very much. I think tilt rotators have actually been quite well established as marking the skill of an operator. Um the tilt rotator operator is a sort of the only person who can do certain jobs. Um, there's certain contracts that only they can get um, access to. And I think if you're actively sort of putting yourself out of that, if you're a skilled operator and you're saying, oh, well, I can do all sorts. Well, the market has established that this is a skill that they actually want. So any skilled operator out there who's just putting itself... Um, actively saying, well, I, I don't need that. Well, you, you, you're disconnecting yourself from a lot of contracts there. Um, the, the people I see who are a bit more hesitant um, are the people who uh, are actually hold the purse strings. It's the owners of the hire companies. It's the people who are buying the kit. 
they're the people who need to see hard facts about the productivity. They understand um, what the product does, but they need to know when they're investing in their machines, they will actually get the benefits that we're describing. And we got case studies. We 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 worked very um, closely with a lot of our end customers to sort of show. Well, actually, no, people are getting these benefits, but it's it's just a painstaking process um, with some of these people because they're always hesitant of the, that sort of big investment in in new technology. With that in mind, but, but bearing in mind some of those will be watching this show, what would you say? What would you personally say are the the real key benefits of a tilt rotator? I think. Um, it's first of all, flexibility. Um, so from a fixed point with the sort of 360 rotation, the tilt angle, you can plunk your excavator into a fixed position and you got, you have that full maneuverability to be be able to operate on precise works all the way around the sort of the excavator. And that saves a lot of time in terms of re-maneuvering your excavator to be in line with the trench you wanted to dig. You can also work parallel to your excavator, so certain sorts of works along the rail, along roadsides, it becomes so much easier because you can just be on the other side of like um, the hard shoulder or a barrier and be operating alongside uh, alongside your machine. Um, that in mind, the sort of precision work you're also able to do with a tilt rotator, it removes the need to have uh, as many um, hands on the ground, as much manual labor. With a gripper model and a small bucket and that maneuverability, you can work around mains, you can work um, on far more precise um, operations and you're saving, instantly saving costs because you don't have to have as many guys with shovels in their hands. And that's that's a lot of money saved at the end of the day. There are, having recently returned from Plantworks, there are one hell of a lot of uh, tilt rotators on the yeah. these days. What is it that makes the Kinsoffa knock system stand out from the crowd, would you say? Uh, number one, it's uh, cylinders or cylinderless, I should say. Um, we are the only serious uh, tilt rotator on the market that has adopted a cylinder cylinderless model. And that has, I think, a variety of benefits to, your, to the end customer. Um, first of all, it's the profile. Uh, without having the cylinders on the other on the sides of the uh, um tilt rotator uh you instantly getting a much narrower body um so with the cylinders they go wider than your dipper and suddenly if you want to do a deep um trench you're actually kind of limited uh with how narrow you can go whereas the Knox tilt rotator it's as um narrow as the dipper of the machine so you getting all the productivity and flexibility benefits of a tilt rotator without actually having to really change any of the functionality or the way you've been doing some trenching or digging um there's other benefits to our cylinderless model and being i think it's um a lot more fit for purpose for a um a, a tough working environment there's no exposed parts that can be accidentally knocked off the valving um is also i think a lot better covered on our model so you're not having soil or sediment or scrap getting getting in and involved in it. And if there's a situation in which you bury your tilt rotator accidentally, there's a the trench has um been um sort of caved in, it is not a problem. You just tear it out. Uh the tilt rotator can uh, the Knox tilt rotator can deal with it. Um 
And I think the, the, the third real benefit to us is I think we're a lot more flexible with the way we do our range and work with the customer to make sure they get what they want. We haven't been in the market of doing, I think, a one-size-fits-all product. We've really sort of worked on getting a really broad range of couplers or control systems um, and other different um, additional add-ons that make sure that we can work to what the customer's application is rather than sort of get sort of a um, yeah one-size-fits-all approach to, a, to our product. I'm glad you mentioned the toughness and the durability of the machine. Mm. I spend a lot of my time um, speaking to demolition people. Well, there does seem to be a concern there that tilt rotators in general are not tough enough for that application. What would you say to that? Um, I think there's there's two parts to that. Obviously, there are some applications tilt rotator is just not suitable for. Uh, I won't lie. It's it's just the same as there's some works that a two-ton excavator um, or a, a yeah a small kind of a mini digger is is not applicable for. It's it's just a reality of kits. It's built for certain work. I will say um, tilt rotators used smartly um, can be used all sorts. So, I mean, the the demolition is is perfect example um, where um, I think if you're using it for, for very specific jobs within that demolition context, it's good. But if you're going to go slamming it into buildings, going slamming it um, using breakers on the bottom, you're you're abusing a piece that's probably much more used for precision work um what i think um the nox tilt rotator offers in that context is a a lot less chance of this accidental damage in an environment where there's a lot of debris a lot of scrap um you're in a position where um with the cylinders the sort of exposed parts the, the 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 cylinder rods it doesn't require much to basically break them. If you serve a small chip and suddenly that's compromised, you're leaking oil slowly. It's it, um, So in that context, I think the Nox Tilt Rotator is a bit more applicable, but in the demolition, I think operators do have to be careful of where they're actually applying the, uh, the Tilt Rotator so that they're getting the proper use of it rather than just buying a fancy bit of kit and uh, abusing it, to be honest. As a company, King's offer seems to be doing very well, keeping pace with technological change, and that that seems to give the Knox system a great deal of customizability. I'm not even sure if customizability is a word, but tell me about that, about how you can actually apply the the, the Knox to rotate to different applications and different operators and that kind of thing. Yeah, so um, from the offset, um, I think we've got a quite a broad range of control systems. Um, we've got uh, some CSP types, so it's the solenoid valve types. I think people familiar with tilt rotators will um, know these because that's how I think the likes of Encom, Steel Wrist, and Rotor Tilt they all operate. Um, and we've got two uh, varieties of those. One's with um, uh, a screen module, which gives I think it's um, good for uh, the owner operators to use. This is our Knox Prop Plus system. And that gives a lot of on-the-ground customizability of how they're using the different functions and tool profiles. And then slightly dragged back from that is our Knox Prop system, which is a slightly older version. But I think there's um, a lot of companies like this because it's a much smaller screen module and it removes the possibility of certain operators going in into the machine and messing with the settings and getting it um, 
uh, getting it wrong. Um, if you drag back to something like our DF4 and DF6 systems, these are control systems that work with um, some of the machine's existing uh, uh, bi-directional lines. It's a slightly cheaper option. Um, and I think with tilt rotators, um, people are slightly put off with the upfront cost of them. So anything we can do to sort of say, well, actually getting some of the productivity benefits, um, but we're reducing on cost and the installation, that system's quite good. Um, and then our DF10 system, and this is one that I think we've gotten a lot of traction for, and I think we should get a lot of traction for in the future, which is our purely hydraulic um, uh, system. This requires no electronic installation at all and uses just the machine's existing hydraulic lines. So this has been actually quite a big sell in the higher market where people have got massive fleets um, all across the country and they don't want to buy a tilt rotator that's married to their machine with an electronic install. Um, and so it's essentially, it's a dumb tilt rotator, but by just buying one and you've got a, say, a fleet of cats, uh, cat machines or JCBs, by just buying one of these tilt rotators, you're actually improving your entire fleet because you can have it on a specific job, say in Somerset, and then you've got another job two weeks later. You just move the tilt rotator and refit it to the uh, job up in Newcastle, say. So um, on that side, I think we offer a really broad range of um, options, um, which we can match well uh, with the customer's need. And we just go down the conversation with, with each customer. Um, more broadly then, um, uh, the other version, well, the other ways that we customize our um, couplers or our tilt rotators is the uh, lower quick couplers. We've got over 68 different options uh, for our lower quick coupler across our entire range. And that's working um, with sort of like Leap or um, uh, standard S-type oil quick and um, a variety of different specific customer uh, options such as like Atlas. Um, the option that we've also got a lot of traction, I think it's specifically in the UK, is our Doherty D-Lock option, which uh, we have a range of couplers which we can match to the um, indigenous um, excavator pickups. So we don't push people necessarily down the S-type option where they're having to get new buckets, convert to the Scandinavian-Norwegian um, standardized model. We can pick up your existing buckets, thus saving a lot of costs. And also, and if you've got a larger fleet, it's removing the need for having specific buckets for specific machines. You can keep a universal, um, uh, yeah, your universal bracket sizes. So in our in our context, we make sure that Knox tilt rotator fits seamlessly into um, uh, customers' existing fleets. Um, beyond that, we've got a variety of other additional add-ons in terms of. Um, working with high flow functions or um, potential electrical functions of attachments below that. And um, all of our uh, dealers are well aware of these products and they're all um, very, very happy to have a conversation with customers and making sure we can fit their uh, customizability. And then the final thing is, I think not oh, well, Kin Software as a whole has really prided itself in um, being able to work for really specific applications and functions. And um, if a customer comes to us saying they're wanting to use um, tilt rotator in something that's not a, a very unstandard um, uh, application, we're very happy of working with them and talking them through that and potentially coming up with a, um, 
a special build option that uh, that works for them. Uh, imagine I'm a potential customer. I'm about to make my first ever tilt rotator purchase. Why should I choose Kinsofer? So with Kinsofer, I think if if they're sold on the um, the general premise of a tilt rotator, I think um, what we would say with the Knox is your lifetime costs are massively reduced by um, the compact and durable design. Um, you're much less likely to have sort of accidental damage of sort of exposed parts. Um, I think the narrowness does account for a lot in terms of productivity. Over time, if you're working on these deep trenching, um, that narrowness adds up because you're having to um, remove a lot less material and backfill a lot less material. Um, so the sort of costs of yeah wastage, costs of concrete or cement or asphalt, a lot less. Um, I think um, the other part is we can work very, very closely to what they actually need rather than just saying this is a tilt rotator, buy it or not. Um, a customer who's wanting to pick up their existing buckets, we can do that. Or um, uh, a customer that's looking for a specific manipulus, man manipulator application, we can do that. We can work with them. So I think if you're looking for reduced wear, reduced lifetime costs, um, more money saving, and a better fit to what they need, that's that's why you want, you go Knox Rotator. I guess the final question really, and, and this one does come out of left field, but you've just been talking about it. You, obviously, you have moving parts within a Knox Tilt Rotator. What about things like parts and after-sales support? I assume there is a, a UK dealer network where people can actually get access to all of that? Yeah, so what we recommend always is just going through the dealer that you bought it through. Um, I think we've done a lot over the past year uh, to invest more in our, um, the, the parts stocking, parts supports that we have. Um, the reality is with um, certain uh, fixes, um, there are far more involved parts, internal parts, and they require a skilled dealer to be able to do some of these repairs. Um, but um, vast majority of these costs you don't end up seeing because of our two-year, um, so a generous two-year warranty. Um, in our dealer network, it's just a case of any any dealer that we sell through, we're confident they'll be able to do every repair and supply any part that you need. And we yeah, we work on that basis.